0: Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel And in this episode, I will be talking in the first portion of it about the Packers trade deadline as we are now past the trade deadline for the NFL this year in 2020. The Packers stood pat, and I want to get into the thoughts on kind of why they stood pat and maybe also touching on why they maybe should have made a move. But I could see it from both ends. As far as that goes and then in the the second portion of this episode of my podcast, I want to do an early peek at the 49ers game between the Packers and the 49ers in San Francisco, which is still on to be played tomorrow. And that obviously could be subject to change if there's more tests with the coronavirus or anything else comes up there right now. All signs point to it being played, but we'll have to see. And additionally, to it's just a uh, early peek at the game as I mentioned. In tomorrow's episode, at least one of my episodes for t- tomorrow's podcast, I will get into taking a deeper dive into the game as far as if it's still on, which hopefully it is. Then we can I or I can talk about how uh, it'll go as far as I how I think and kind of the typical what I've been doing in the past with the injury report and the ranks for both teams and all all that with my previews I've been doing and I hope that you've enjoyed those uh, so far I'll, just, I'll keep those rolling in, in addition to everything else and I'll also try and maybe throw in a few more things too uh that I think have, would be up note for future episodes uh so that way you kind of get the whole go down on what's going on as far as going into a game but without further ado i Wanted to talk about how the Packers, much like a lot of other teams, didn't make a whole lot of moves at the deadline. Uh, As far as deadline day, I think that there was only one move uh, made and was kind of a minor one. uh, I guess you could call it a divisional trade uh, between the Dolphins and the Patriots where the Dolphins traded the Patriots a wide receiver. And that was about it, if I'm not mistaken. I think – that that was the only move made yesterday. And then there was a few other moves uh, made leading up to yesterday. So in my podcast yesterday, a lot of you who were uh, listening to it heard all the marquee trades that were made within the NFL. So not a whole lot of action as far as that goes, pretty much talking about yesterday. I mean, there was other moves of note, like I mentioned, with some kind of noteworthy household names getting dealt to contending teams from a team that's not contending. And then the team that's not contending picking up draft picks and the team that is contending picking up a quality player that can add to their already really good team. But uh, from the Packers' perspective, the big rumor that many of us know is Will Fuller. I mean, the Texans wide receiver was linked to the Packers, and there was discussions of that. And Will Floor actually on Twitter put kind of a gif of, like, I- I'm waiting to be dealt from, from a show that that's – the name escapes you from the show or the reference it's from. But it was kind of a, with his uh, – or the gif of the person in the gif's Hand on its uh, under its chin, and his his other hand kind of tapping his fingers against the desk, almost like, "Hey, I'm waiting. I, I know what's going on. Like, I'm a part of some trade rumors, and I'm on a not so good team, and I'm looking to be traded to a contender." But all that was for naught. The Packers didn't fully make the move, and there were reports out there that the Packers were offering a fourth round pick. But the Texans wanted a second-round pick, and the Packers didn't budge on it. And I understand it from the Packers' perspective. I mean, Will Fuller isn't like an elite receiver, but he's a very good receiver in his own right. And he actually has prior ties to Matt LaFleur, the Packers' head coach, from their college days when Matt LaFleur was a coach at Notre Dame and Will Fuller played at Notre Dame as LaFleur coached on the staff and Will Fuller was on on the team. But uh, you look at it and – like I mentioned on yesterday's episode of my podcast, which if you missed, you can go back to all my episodes and uh, listen to them on the episode log for big a sports show, wherever you get your podcast. But you talk about how the Packers are a team, maybe even more so than others that really values their draft picks. I mean, every team values their draft picks, but the Packers like even more so value them. And that speaks to how good they are. Like, their team that is not only good year after year, but also looks to the future. I mean, we saw it with Jordan Love. I mean, they picked Jordan Love. A lot of fans, myself included, were kind of shocked by the pick, I guess. But it wasn't completely shocking because there was rumors leading up to the draft that they may be in on him. And there's been rumors up to prior drafts in the in recent years where they might be picking a quarterback. I, mean, I remember a couple years ago. On day two of the draft, they were rumored to be maybe in on Drew Lock in the second round, that quarterback now for the Broncos. Like the Packers know that they have Aaron Rodgers, and he wants to play till he's forty. He's given every indication of that; like he wants to play as long as he can, and all that. But they know that hey, we need to think about preparing for after Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers will be around this year. Next year, year after that, however long, but there's a possibility that after his contract runs out, hopefully we keep him because he's Aaron Rodgers and he wants to be with the Packers, and I think the Packers want him too, like always. But if things don't work out financially, contract wise, whatever the case may be, we're gonna have to move on, and then you get give Jordan Love a shot. So. It just kind of speaks to how the Packers value their draft picks. And you think about it, the Texans wanted a second-round pick. Okay, well, the second-round pick that the Packers have, they want to keep, and that player, whoever it is they pick, is I believe the contract a draft pick gets is like three or four years, whereas Wolf Fuller has a year left on his deal, and then he's going to need to be re-upped. So, yeah, Will Fuller could help them be the last piece to a Super Bowl. I mean, I think that they, if they make improvements on the defense, they are still a Super Bowl contender because their offense is very good. But you kind of balance it out. Like, is that expiring contract for Will Fuller going to be something where You know, we can't sign him. Like, maybe we can sign him, but like I mentioned on yesterday's episode of my podcast, they have other players like Aaron Jones, Kevin King, David Bakhtiari, other players coming up where they're going to need to re sign them. Otherwise, they're going to go elsewhere in free agency. So the Packers have to look at their cap and their salary. And like I mentioned on yesterday's episode of my podcast, I love playing, you know, where you're kind of a hypothetical GM and you're a fan and you're, you're playing these games where you're trying to say, Hey, will forward be great? Like I, I get that. I understand that. Like he's a very talented receiver, but Brian Gutekunst wants to keep his draft picks and he thinks for years ahead of, Hey, we, they picked AJ Dillon this past year's draft. And A.J. Dillon looks to be an all right running back. He has a potential to be an okay player for them, if not better than that. He's still getting his feet wet in his first year with the Packers. But Aaron Jones' contract is coming up, and what if Aaron Jones can't come back? Then you have A.J. Dillon. And, yeah, A.J. Dillon right now isn't Aaron Jones, but you need to think for now and also the future with all that. So, That's kind of the thought process, I think, for the Packers and every team. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it and why I think a lot of teams were cautious at the deadline, like contract situations, like I mentioned. I'll look for tradable players in the future, like I mentioned, just with the Packers' situation, where what if the teams who are trading for a player that's on an expiring contract have other players on the roster that they need to resign and the likelihood of the player resigning with them and you just having them for a rental and then leaving could be a real high likelihood because you value the other players you have in your roster. Although you like the player you're getting, you don't have enough money to pay them essentially because of your salary cap. And then other factors just with the Packers and other teams wanting to hold on to draft capital and also the COVID situation, like I mentioned on yesterday's episode of my podcast, where you trade for a player now with COVID and the unfortunate nature of that, they have to wait five days and they have to go through all the COVID testing and everything before they can even be active for a game. Now that isn't a huge deal. Like, because the player would only be missing for one game. I mean, you would rather them not miss, but understandably yeah, they have to be tested with COVID, and you would still get the you would still get the player for the rest of the year, which is what you want, and for the playoff push. But uh, there's a whole bunch of factors, and those are just a few. I mean, there's probably many others, but those are kind of the big ones as far as the thought process with it all. And also another thing to mention is teams have players potentially who are very good players i mean everyone's a good player because they're in the nfl for a reason but if you're going to trade for a player then they're going to be elevated to a role of importance because you're trading them for them for a reason now the packers have like a player like alan lazard their receiver who's a solid receiver And has shown it so far in his nfl career he's close to be coming back from injury so he's kind of like a player that you're not that's already on your team but that's kind of a re re re-addition to the team that is coming off injury where yeah will fuller would be nice but you have alan lazard coming back and then you have other players where matt lafleur likes to use everybody and you want to satisfy everybody so will fuller i like will fuller he's a good receiver But, and he could have been the missing piece, quote-unquote, the missing piece that everybody wanted for the Packers. But Aaron Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer when he's all done with his career. And he has talented receivers on his team, and he even elevates some of the receivers even more with his play on the field. So I think that they're fine as far as that goes. And there's other positions where the teams have players coming back from injury, where you don't need to trade for another player to come in when you have another player coming back from injury that you still intend to play a lot. So that's kind of a breakdown of the thought process, what, what it could have been for, could have been for Brian Gudekunst and the Packers and other teams at the trade deadline. And yeah, quiet deadline that's for sure but it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes and then it'll be playoff time and then the playoffs will go and then the Super Bowl come and then it'll be the offseason so that's uh kind of a rundown of how things are going for the trade deadline and and everything for teams and I wanted to do a good coverage on my podcast of kind of the trade deadline and everything with the teams with the past couple days I've been doing for my podcast and addition to everything else. So before I move on to the last segment of this episode of big A sports show, I do want to quick give some props to the NFL. Like they've done a nice job with trying to manage everything. And I can't imagine how hard it is for them to manage all this with COVID and everything. It's hard for all of us. In the world but it's hard for the people with within the nfl and managing everything and yeah it's unfortunate that there's cases but they're doing everything their part to be safe but also know that hey we want to get a season in because there's a lot of money that's within the nfl with sundays and showing things on games on tv and everything else with it in addition to uh, a whole bunch of everything else that comes with it. So good job for the NFL. And they've been doing a nice job of kind of balancing being safe, which we all want to be, but also knowing that, Hey, we're committed to getting a season in and we're going to do our best to do that. It's just like the NBA. I mean, the NBA did a fantastic job of having the bubble. And I think I thought it was a brilliant move by commissioner. In the NBA, I mean, Adam Silver did a fantastic job of having everybody in one location in Orlando and then not letting anybody in basically until you got to the playoffs where they had the family members and all the close loved ones to the players come in, enjoy the playoffs. And obviously before they came in, they were tested and everything, but it's a weird world we're living in and everybody's doing the best they can with it and i just want to give a props to everybody involved with that because good job it like i said it's good to have sports back in some fashion and uh hopefully we keep working and we have been working and we'll keep working to getting it back in full force where there's fans and everything and this covid deal is behind us but uh in the next Part of my episode on my podcast for Big A Sports Show, I want to do a quick sneak peek of the Packers-Niners game, so stay tuned for that after this short audio break. Moving ahead and uh, talking in this last segment of Big A Sports Show for this episode, uh, I'm Adam Van Handel, your host, and I will be doing a sneak peek of the Packers versus 49ers game Thursday night football, which is still scheduled to be tomorrow, despite the positive tests for both teams with the coronavirus. But I think that's why the NFL kind of knew the situation of, hey, we're probably, unfortunately, going to have some positive tests, so... We're going to need to expand the practice squad for each team so that way if a team has positive tests, they can elevate players from the practice squad so that way the games can still get in and everything. Now, they've had to do some adjusting with moving games and everything, but at this point, they're committed to getting in a season. So the Packers come into the game at 5-2 and two from an overall record standpoint, and they are 3-1 and one away from Lambeau Field while the San Francisco 49ers are 4-4 four and four and 1-3 and three away from home, or 1-3 and three at home, rather. Uh, and tomorrow in one of my episodes of my podcast for Big A Sports Show, uh, I'm going to do a deeper dive into it as far as setting you up like I have in the past, and I will continue to for games with injuries, or overall ranks, and everything else along with that so that'll be something to look for tomorrow and if you missed any of my shows just go back my episode log and listen back to them and then listen to this show if you haven't already and then all my future episodes it's all my episode log and everything so you can all access it there and the best way i mean you can continue to do it how you're doing it, It's that's great. But if you want to, if you haven't already subscribed to it anywhere you get your podcasts for Big A Sports Show, just subscribe, then you get uh, alerts to whenever I post my episodes. So talking about this game briefly before I cover it tomorrow in a deeper fashion for the preview, Nick Mullins is the quarterback or is at least scheduled to be the quarterback for the 49ers as Jimmy Garoppolo is out due to injury. And I saw a graphic on television of how the 49ers, a lot of their top players are out due to injury. And that's definitely a factor of why they're not maybe as good as a lot of people thought they were heading in. But I think all things considered Kyle Shanahan and his, team and everybody with the 49ers they're not pleased as far as they want to be better like anybody but they'll take the four and four record like they're still within the playoff race and everything so that'll be a factor for the game and uh, CJ Beathard is the other quarterback for the Niners who maybe we'll see time uh, later in the game or somewhere in the game if Mullins would struggle or anything. We've seen in the past where Mullins boot. I believe it was a Sunday night game against the Eagles. And CJ Beathard won, won in the game. But Nick Mullins is slated to be the starter for them. And the Packers will be without A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, and potentially Aaron Jones. They haven't ruled Aaron Jones out yet. But I would think it's a short week as far as from Sunday's game against the Vikings to Thursday they'll probably play it cautious as they have in the past with players as far as thinking for the playoff race ahead and wanting them healthy for the stretch run versus rushing them back and having them potentially re-injure something and making it worse. So that'll be the running back position where they'll be out without those players. And Dexter Williams and Tyler Irvin look to be the top two running backs for them in the game. And then Alan Lazard likely sounds like he'll be held out one more week again. They're wanting to be cautious with injuries and not wanting to rush players back. It's, I think that speaks to the Packers as far as how good they are always in the current state as far as the, the now and then the future too. Not only future years with the, how they operate their team from that standpoint, but also future weeks as far as that goes. And looking ahead to, hey, we're basically in the playoffs the last however many years. We want to be healthy and uh, be ready for the stretch run with the playoffs. So that's kind of an early look at the game. And again, I'll do a deeper dive into it on one of my uh episodes tomorrow of my podcast for big a sports show so be paying attention for that but that'll about wrap it up for this episode of big a sports show i'm your host adam and Handel, and i hope that you've enjoyed listening to all my shows so far if you haven't go back and listen to them i hope you enjoyed this this show and then all my future shows and again it's anywhere you get your podcasts and just search big a sports show and if you want to spread the word about your show you can spread the word about my show i'm always looking to get any as many consistent listeners as possible. Like any podcaster wants the listening support so far has been great. I look forward to continue and I've been doing a pretty good job. I think on my end, uh, spreading it as much as I can where I see fit for my show. So thank you again for listening. And I am your host, Adam Van Handel, And this has been another episode of big a sports show. Have a great day. We'll